मॉर्निंग वी आर डूइंग उद्धव गीता चैप्टर टू वर्स फोर्टी सिक्स ऑनवर्ड्स सो वी हैड कंप्लीटेड टिल वर्स फोर्टी फाइव उद्धव गीता चैप्टर टू वर्स फोर्टी सिक्स द लास्ट मैसेज ऑफ श्री कृष्ण समटाइम्स डिस्गाइज समटाइम्स पेटेंट बींग रिजोर्टेड टू बाय दोज हु डिजायर वेलफेयर he eats everywhere from donors burning their past and future evils we were discussing about the sage the saint the guru the person that is you know uddhava is asking who is this great person that we are supposed to be dattatraya's nature now dattatraya is explaining this thing to the forefather of krishna remember this it is yadu hmm the yadu is being explained how datatre is datatre right he is a sage a saint and so on and so forth he is an avatar an avatari purush so what does he say yesterday if you recollect we were talking about his stomach and how he destroys all the karmas and everything about other people's in the stomach right now here the emphasis and the verse is given to give you an understanding how this is done sometimes disguised sometimes patent being resorted to by those who desire welfare he eats everywhere from donors burning their past and future evils the sage the saint and the guru they are supposed to be incognito remember this they will never reveal just imagine a saint saying i am the saint <laughs> no he is not going to say anything like that he is an incognito person most of the time he is disguised he comes like an ordinary human being maybe he comes like a poor man he comes to your house the house of devotees as an absolutely a non entity nobody knows who he is so he comes disguised and when he comes disguised there is no indication that he is somebody and then what he does is very unique he will ask for a meal or he will say give me food now he is not going to say you know okay get me the best chappan bhog or something like chappan bhog means 56 different kinds of food he is not going to say anything like that he will say do you have something to eat you know so it's a very simple statement which the guru makes or which the sage makes datatre may come to your house tomorrow and say you know uh, what do you have any food is there in the kitchen um, maybe you can give me Now, if that kind of a statement is made, it looks like an ordinary person asking for food. Don't be caught by what he is doing, okay? Because understand, a sage's way of doing things are never understood. The reason why he does that yesterday, I was explaining. Today, I will emphasize once again. Resorted by to by those who desire welfare. Suppose there is a welfare required. That means somebody is dying. Hmm? somebody is sick somebody is not getting married okay somebody has money issues you name it there are so many problems in this world which a person is suffering from so what does the sage and the saint do he goes to their house he goes to their house and asks for something to eat and this is a very unique phenomena please understand this why does he think he eats from the donor's house donor means remember a sage normally goes and begs hmm he begs for food 
So why does he go to a particular house? Why does he go to a particular place? Think about it. He goes there to remove this person's past and future sins. See, past and future ills, evils. Why not the present? It's an important question to ask. Why not the present? He is going to that house and when he goes to their house, he is destroying when he eats food over there. Remember, when he eats food, alright? So don't send him hungry, okay? <laughs> so if he comes to your house, don't ever send him hungry. Give him something to eat. If he asks you something, you make it and give. Even if he says, give me a cup of tea, does not matter. Give him, okay? He may ask for a McDonald's or a KFC also. Doesn't matter. You can give him that also. <laughs> okay. So, so think about it. He may ask something and you give him that. So when you give him that, the moment he eats it, it goes. I didn't tell you yesterday that his stomach is literally like a, a furnace in a fireplace where everything burns down. What is burning over there is called your past and the future karma. Past and the future. Why past and why the future and why not the present? This question I will answer. The past is like a huge mountain. It's like a universe, you know, universe of karma. It is not one and two karmas. It is a pile and pile and piles of karmas that are accumulated over lifetimes. Okay. Okay. He's not going to do, okay. Uh, everything is gone. He's not going to do that. Okay, you give him something to eat. <clears throat> everything is gone. It doesn't work like that. Okay, slowly it has to work. Okay, so please understand. He started the process of elimination. So slowly, slowly it will get eliminated. So when he eats in the food, the food in the house of that individual devotee or a, de uh, a disciple, he actually destroys the past karma. The past karma is a mountain of it. Hmm? So he starts the process. Then the next line says the future karma. The future karma is something which you don't know anything about. It happens. It happens so fast you don't even know what hit you. Many a times we talk nonsense which we don't know much about. You know we just say eh, why you want to do this man? Oh, why you want to do this man? <laughs> and you end up doing something. Now that something can create a cascading effect for the future. Nobody understands why this cascading effect happens. There's a decision which you take. Let us, let us, let me give you an example. Hmm? There's a decision that you take. What is a decision? Somebody comes and asks you for money. Hmm? And you look at that person and you say, Oh my God, this fellow is so poor. I think I should give him a hundred rupees just now. Two minutes later, you will think, Look at his state of health. He is quite healthy and strong. Why he can't work? I will make him do work for 100 rupees. We have already committed two karmas over there. <laughs> First is, you are thinking that giving 100 rupees is a big deal. Number one karma. Number two, you think you have to make him work. First, who the hell are you to give? Number one. And who the hell are you to make him work? These two things, please don't think that you are the doer. The moment you think you are the doer, I am the doer, I am the doer, I am the doer, you are finished. You have created karmas. The moment you say, I give 100 rupees, that is a karma. You know, you are adding karma to your life. You are not reducing your karma by giving money. 
should i give him 100 rupees or no the karma please understand this that the moment who is this i second sentence i have to make him work or you may say i want the money back on this date and i want an interest oh my god you have made pile of karma a load of karma this is called future karma okay it is called agami or kriyaman don't ever get into it it is too dangerous act natural don't think the more you think about it the more karmas you are adding so now do you understand when the guru is there when the saint is there the sage is there what does he do he eliminates the past and he eliminates the future because before you open your big mouth saying oh yo 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 i don't want to give you 100 i want to give you 100 rupees you work for me this is karma and this person who is coming to your house is actually eliminating your future karma because he is blessing you think now why not the present now present is present only nobody can remove the present see it's like unplugging you from your life system you think you can do that <laughs> remove the plug no 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 the current karma is going to continue which is called prarabdha karma you have come embedded with the prarabdha karma you understand when you go and you buy a chip you know from intel or one of these big manufacturers you think you can go and change that chip inside no no it's hardware it's hardware it is hard coded inside you hard coded okay there are two types of programs one is the software soft where you can change software because it is sitting on top of it but something which is embedded inside you can't remove that if you try to the chip itself will get destroyed hmm? so it is better not to get into that hard coded thing there may be some techniques okay but i don't want to tell you just now <laughs> otherwise intel will come after me <laughs> so let us look at this this hard coded karma is called prarabdha karma you have come embedded with it there is no way in which you can get out of it no way there is no way in which you can get out of it but what does the guru do what does the sage or the saint do how does he do it is very very unique let us say you have to suffer from a very very serious disease hmm? somebody is dying somebody is suffering from a disease somebody is getting married other marriage is there now marriage is destined death is destined disease is destined it is called prarabdha karma right so what does the sage and the saint do remember what he does he removes the past karma and the future right so let us take an example of a person getting married this example i'll give so when a person is getting married now the person is supposed to get married x is supposed to get married to y maybe now x and y's relationship has not even been anywhere in the periphery nowhere it can't even see the existence of that relationship anywhere but x is in relationship with a drop off b drop off c drop off you understand what i mean a drop off means one real one affair second affair third affair fourth affair it's like tinder left right center okay whatever <laughs> something like that so you you go on having affairs thinking 
this is the one this is the one this is the one you keep on thinking you know the person the ex person thinks this is the one the one never comes okay it's always the two the three the four the five like that it is happening <laughs> so you have to come to the one now the one why why is currently in a state of flux what is the flux no job the one has no job no steady income no house no family is having terrible issues maybe that boy is having a sister or somebody like that or is supposed to get married some nonsense is there so what does this sage or the saint do he eliminates this a b c and all these people eliminates them he will not say he is eliminating okay he doesn't say i am going to remove this a fellow no 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 nothing like that the moment he enters that household he removes that elimination and you have he has to move that person towards y see a b c removed go to y but y has to study so proper job proper surroundings proper household so that x will have a better life got it i hope you understood then he will find the right time and then he will say oh 6 months later you will get married to whom the person may ask i just had a problem with c a is gone b is gone c was the last time i had a, such a big heart attack with c and now you are saying you will get married in 6 months time what are you talking about no don't worry if his words are there it is going to happen so he creates winds of change in the life of y and y comes closer to x huh? and then within 6 months like they say means marriage <laughs> in india we have that music in marriage <laughs> so like that it happens and then everything is fine so now did you see x is supposed to meet y is called prarabdha karma but the creation of the atmosphere around x and y to get married so that there is a good passage that means everything moves smoothly is the job of the sage or the saint i hope you all understood what i am saying hmm? it simply translates into suppose somebody is very sick All right. Now you may say, you know, this person is extremely sick. What is that sickness? Sickness is prarabdha karma. Did I say that? It's prarabdha karma. It is destined for that individual for that moment in time. It is anyway going to happen, whether you like it or not. It is anyway. The trigger is on. Tick. It will. The button is on. It is going to happen. But the sage and the saint or the guru, what does he do? he does elimination of lot of errors that may happen in the course of time removal of agaman agami or kriyaman karma this this he removes deletion tick 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 tick, tick. he is just cleaning the whole scene and making it smoother smoother flow suppose his death is destined for some person there is a death it's like i said about my mother in law you know I went to her, and I told her, you know what? We have thirteenth chapter to do. She said, "Yeah, I was waiting for you to come. The thirteenth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita is the most difficult one. Nobody can understand." So I said, "Don't worry. We will sit and we will do this thirteenth chapter." 
So I did the 13th chapter till the dead of the night, you know, early in the morning, you can say. And then I told her, I said, you know, now I have finished. Now your your journey should be over now. Okay, you have to go. Because she was suffering from Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's is a deadly disease. So I told her, you have to go. And Alzheimer's, I think four years, four or five years, she was suffering. Uh, that's a different story. I don't have to go into that. But let me tell you. So when I told her, I said, now your 13th chapter is over. You have understood. You know who I am. Do you know who I am? She said, yes. So I said, now we can end this. Now Early in the morning at 2.30, 3 o'clock, she's telling me, I want to sing one bhajan for you. I said, please do. I am ready to hear it. And she sang a very beautiful bhajan in the middle of the night. Everybody was asleep. And she sang the bhajan. We were sitting in the kitchen on the floor, okay? She had laid out a nice uh, thing for me and we were sitting and doing the satsang. And in the dead of the night, she sang a nice bhajan to me. Then I blessed her and I said, you know, I will see you very soon. Don't worry. She said, thank you so much. And then I left that place and I came back to Bangalore. A few days, weeks later maybe, she passed away. And she passed away in her sleep. So that was the end. But facilitation, facilitation is what the Guru does. Remember this always. He facilitates that thing. And that is what is the meaning of this verse. He eats everywhere from donors, burning their past and future evils. That is the karmas. Okay, I hope you all understood this verse. We move on to verse 47. So, chapter 2, Uddhav Gita, verse 47. The omnipresent Lord pervading this gross and the subtle universe created by his own Maya acts in the shape of different things like fire in combustible things. Yes, of course. So how does he act? Continuation of the last verse. So how do you think he acts? I told you he goes and eats food. Hmm? So eating food constitutes to a yagya. Yagya being performed. When a yagya is performed, you put the oblations inside that burning fire. So when you put it inside the burning fire, what do you do? You burn those things. The burning of that thing happens. So remember in the previous verse, he said burning their past and the future. Correct? Evils. So when he eats the food in that house, he is burning the past and the future evils. Whatever wrong that is associated with it, karmas that are associated with the past and the future lives, he burns them off. Second thing that he does, because why does he do that? The omnipresent Lord is pervading this gross and subtle universe created by his own Maya. All this is nothing but the play of Maya of the omnipresent Lord. God is the one who creates this Maya around this world. So isn't it his job to delete that Maya's effect? So what does he do? He removes the Maya's effect everywhere. Got it? He removes this Maya's effect. He acts in the shape of different things like fire and combustible things. He acts like fire. So now we'll go back to Datatre and Yadu. What is he saying? Fire is one of my teachers. We're coming back to the same verse once again. Fire is one of my teachers. And fire is the one which burns away everything. Likewise, the Guru, the sage, the saint, when he eats in the house of a particular person or an individual, he is burning away the sins from the past and the future and facilitating the present. 
right so you will find that the present will get easy to accept so let us say the marriage can happen very very smoothly got it it will happen so that is the whole thing now he will remove it by means of fire the way in which he eats okay it is eliminating this karma so we move to verse 48 chapter 2 verse 48 the last message of sri krishna from the uddhav gita the states from birth to death belong to the body not to the atma like the digits of the moon occasioned by time whose march is inscrutable the states of birth to death belong to the body and not to the atma atma doesn't come into the picture at all it's just like the digits of the moon you have seen the moon you know it becomes small it disappears then it grows 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 very big and then it starts becoming smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and again disappears so you know that cycle of 14 days then 14 days once again and the moon cycles are like that so he says the birth and the death is exactly like this occasioned by time whose march is inscrutable time is the factor which is called the lord god is time the supreme divine consciousness is called time one of the factors ruling this universe is called time and the lord creates this illusion in the world the world of illusion is created the birth is created and the death of the body is created the birth to the death is nothing but an illusion Okay, it is Maya's domain. Everything is magical. Sometimes you feel very bad about the whole thing. <laughs> my, my birth is a pain. Okay, I understand. <laughs> you are born with a... You are a pain. Okay, the body is painful. You can't do anything about it. Okay, you know, when you have a cold... <laughs> you know how much you do? Okay, it is just, just the cold. It's a stupid cold, but yet it troubles you so much, isn't it? Imagine you are having something stuck up in your, you know, foot, a small thorn. You know how painful it is <laughs> to walk. Even a small conquer, a stone in the shoe is very painful, right? Hmm? Now think about in the kitchen. Now if you are working in the kitchen and if there is one item missing like salt. Ah, you know how painful it is? Nobody will want to eat your food. <laughs> no salt in it so you will have to put additional salt so do you understand this this kind of a maya is but actually what difference does it make the moment you put it inside your mouth the stomach is not saying where is the salt the stomach is not saying where is the salt it is the sense organs which is saying where is the salt so understood it is all illusory there is nothing real in it but yet we feel so real okay you know it's like a husband wife fighting you know, they, you know how much they creep, creep, it just goes on and on. But what exactly is the issue? The issue is the right formula for the baby, the milk formula you have not brought. You have brought some new stupid one. Okay? <laughs> what is the meaning of that? Okay, this company is what not available, so I brought that company's formula. Just that stupid thing is the cause of a very big fight. And when you sit and you look at the whole thing, you will wonder, how silly is this argument? Hmm? We should have taken that bus. Instead of that bus, you took that bus. So it went right around the mulberry bush. You understand? <laughs> no, no 
sense, absolutely no sense, nonsensical talk. If you go through your life, the entire life and you sit back and of course, when you become old, you're going to sit back and you're going to say, ah, this is, you know, Frazier, there was a serial called Frazier. There was this old man, he's an irritating old man. Okay. And he has two sons. And those two sons are also idiots. Okay. Good people, of course. But <laughs> the kind of the kind of trouble he gives to everybody is worth seeing. So he's like that old man sitting on that chair. You know, that chair which goes by. I don't know what it is called. It's a very funny kind of a chair. I also one day will want to have that. Put my legs up and, and think like an old man. Okay. This is not correct. <laughs> so when you dwell on the past and you think about it. It's like a very funny situation. It's like somebody, okay, the wife falls down and she sprains her leg. Let us see. And the husband will say, I told you not to go in that place. Why? Because the place is wet. Blah, 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 blah. Half an hour, the person will keep on arguing. You have to put iodex or something like that and okay, get on with it. No, no. I told you, you should not go to that place. That is very slippery place and blah, blah, and blah, blah, and blah, blah. And the chapels that you are wearing are not correct. You should have bought those chapels. Bata chapels are the best. Why did you go and bring Tata chapels? This is not correct. That is not correct. And you, you, you don't know how to put on the light and go in that place. Okay, fine. And what else? Last time also you did this. My God. So the past is also coming. See, you understand the past will come. Every time when I have to tell you, you don't ever listen to me. Okay, one more story. You don't ever listen to me. And now, just think, you are just an observer over there. You are just a witness. When you are witnessing the scene, you will say, how stupid can this be? It's a nature. It's a karma that person was supposed to fall. Karma. Okay. But why are you adding more to it? By giving half an hour lecture on that. You know, keep your mouth shut. Don't talk. Put some bolini, tolini or something like that and forget it. It will be alright. It's like you take medicine and maybe cold medicine. I don't know, some medicine. and It's okay, fine. I am fine. It's like a placebo effect. So, you become fine. Now, that is what you got to do. But when you look at all this as a witness, you will say, how silly and stupid can this be? Okay. And that is the whole point of life and death. It is illusory. The marriage is illusory. The relationship is illusory. Even the relationship which you think so much about, this is my husband, this is my wife, this is my mother, this is my father, is all illusory. There are no children, there is no father, there is no mother, there is no brother, sister, this, that. Everything is illusory. But it makes you pinch, you know, it pinches your heart. And then the, the last statement of the I should not have got married to you. <laughs> you know the comedy of it all is you have been in a relationship for hundred years, maybe, and now you're telling after hundred years, after living the whole life, you're saying, I should not have got married to you. Then what were you going to getting married to? Some statue or what? <laughs> Of course, you are supposed to get married, you stupid fellow. And again, another point is, why did this happen to me? What? What happened to you? I am falling sick. I am having this problem. I was, I never had any sugar issues. Now sugar issues have come. Never had sugar issues. I never had blood pressure. I never had cancer. 
you know i was so ill in 86 months ago now suddenly i have sugar suddenly i have blood pressure suddenly i have cancer suddenly i have this it is not sudden boss it was programmed in that person programmed you understand what it means programmed means it is called prarabdha karma okay it was programmed it is supposed to happen supposed to happen why because you idiot it is programmed i told you no hard hard coded in it <laughs> you can't go to intel and change the chip okay i mean i want to remove it you can't take a you know a rubber and remove it <laughs> no you can't do that it is hard coded it is going to happen only thing is facilitation happens facilitation means that the passage happens properly okay right so in this he says the birth and the death are connected to the body and not to the atma so let us look at it from that point of view we move to the next verse verse 49 chapter 2 uddhav gita birth and death even though assailing bodies through the massive velocity of time are never witnessed of the self as in the case of the flames of fire okay little difficult let me read the verse once again for you birth and death comma through ever assailing bodies through the massive velocity of time are never witnessed of the self as in the case of flames of fire sounds very strange no the english is i don't know it's indian english sanskrit to english some google translate must have done think like that <laughs> there is no head nor tail to it you translate a local language into some other and some garbage is thrown out no this is not garbage okay <laughs> this is the bhagavatam remember except that we have to rearrange the words it's like rearranging it it's like a puzzle so the puzzle says that you are going from birth to death correct you know you pass pass from birth to death how real is it how real do you think it is isn't it you pinch yourself to see whether it is real or not or maybe slap yourself hard see of course it is real <laughs> <laughs> so you have to say but we are the biggest morons on earth thinking that it is real <laughs> and believe me the realness and the effectiveness of this birth and death is <gasps> is like that and we get carried away by it this is called the passage of time from birth to death but any time in your life you think you are the spirit just imagine you are the spirit from the background yeah and here you can see the life to death going in front of you it never happens you can never understand the self nobody on this planet earth understands the self they only understand i am hurt i am angry i am upset i have a problem i have no money i am sick i am tired i am fed up of this relationship i don't like this world i want to commit suicide i want to do this how many things does a person think and yet birth to death is just a dream is nothing but a dream you go through painful relationships you go through painful existence you go through painful diseases problems in your life no money so many things it hurts you is because you have never understood the meaning of the word self to be the self if you are self realized no then this lecture would be like oh what am i sitting here for <laughs> like that so think like that maybe so self how do you know the self stand outside and watch 
stand outside and watch, see what happens. There is nothing there actually. There is no mother, father, there is no brother, sister, there is no husband, wife, there is nobody there. You are just thinking. And by the way, we are coming to the next verse where he explains. Okay. So this, the, the velocity of time from birth to death. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It's like a, you know, roller coaster ride. You know, roller coaster. You don't know till it is hardly some, you know, few seconds or minutes. And you know, it starts, it goes zoom, zoom, zoom. It goes like this. And you know, by the time you are going up and then you are coming down, you are feeling queasy in the stomach. Ah! And then you are saying, oh my God, let this thing end, let this end thing end fast, fast, fast. I still go, I still think of going on a ride. You know, one day I went on some funny ride. I was told in the beginning, don't go on that one. Okay. But I said, I will go on that one. Okay. The whole ride must have been two minutes or something. I don't even remember the ride. The only thing that I remember was, you know, I was holding one bag. The bag is going to fall. The bag is going to fall. <laughs> I didn't even know the thing started and ended. I was only thinking. And two things. One my glasses and one the bag. Can you imagine this funny thing? I'm thinking my glasses will fall off and the bag will fall off. I was holding both the things. <laughs> up and down and up and down. And finally when we came to it, the only thing that I said, why did you give me this stupid bag? <laughs> and I, you should have told me I would have removed my glasses <laughs> as if you are going to see something in that ride nothing it was pitch darkness okay it was in some I think Disney world or Disneyland or something I don't know where I went so it was so funny Universal Studio okay that Universal Studio ride was like oh my god I had to hold my glasses and that bag oh, so funny it was so do you understand life is like that you start from beginning to the end and you are holding on to your glasses and to your bag. The glasses, you understand what I mean, no? The stupidity that you always see with your eyes. Just now I gave you an example, no? You should have seen where you are going. Okay. <laughs> that stupidity is what we see with our eyes. These are tinted glasses. We see red, yellow, green, that. And finally, we are holding on to our baggage. What is the baggage? Relationships. These relationships are a pain in the whatever, rear. Okay. These relationships make us feel, oh my God, this is going to happen. That is going to happen. And you really wonder why, 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 why? All this is because of passage of time. And time is the Lord. Remember this. But it all has to go in the flames of fire. That Guruji is there, no? Saint, sage. Okay. Give him nice food. Okay. We are doing the last verse now and after that we will stop. Verse 50 says, The yogi accepts sense objects through the sense organs and returns them at due season without being attached to them like the sun giving back the water it sucked through its rays. Now, this verse, verse 50, chapter 2, Bhagavad, uh, you know from the Bhagavatam or what we call it as the Uddhava Gita, the last message of Sri Krishna. The Krishna is saying, the yogi, Ratatra is telling, the forefather of Krishna, the yogi, accepts sense objects through the sense organs and returns them at due season without being attached to them like the sun giving back the water it sucked through the rays. What does this yogi do? I told you he goes and eats food. Okay. Now when he goes and eats food, what happens? I told you he burns all the past and the future karma. 
and facilitates the presence so that you don't get into big trouble. Got it? This much was the answer. Now here he is saying, he accepts everything through the sense organs. Sense objects through the sense organs, he accepts them. What does he do? He looks at the person who is fallen sick, blesses the person, eats in that house, goes to the house of the person who is not getting married or is getting married or whatever. Or if there is a child or something like that to born. Some issues are there. So he will go to that place. He will see with his eyes and his ears. He will listen to everything. Right? What does he do? Or he eats food over there through his mouth. Or takes some fruit or money. Sometimes, you know, the sages and the saints, they are very funny. They will say, See, I came by auto rickshaw. Can you just pay that auto rickshaw fellow 20 rupees or 30 rupees? And you will say, what kind of a person he is? He is coming and asking for 30 rupees? Mm -hmm. Or maybe one dhoti or maybe one, you know, 11 rupees or something like that. One fruit or some kind of a thing which you offer to the person. Always remember, never let the saint or the sage go empty handed. Never, never offer that person something, offer the saint or the sage something, some token. It may be a rupee, it may be 50 paisa, maybe 5 cents, doesn't matter. Offer, give some fruits or something like that, maybe some little stuff. Offer. This offering is taken by his 10 organs, one of them, his eyes, his ears, his mouth, some something. So when you offer these things to him, what does he do? He is going to return them back to you. Multifold. Multifold means you give 10 rupees, you will get 100 rupees. You get a million, you give a million. <laughs> I have to go to, maybe you know, the sage, I will tell the sage, okay, you go to Bill Gates. Maybe he'll give one million. <laughs> Don't know. I mean, that is what Mother Teresa used to do. No, she used to go to all the great people in the world, and that fellow will remove three million and give, or ten million, something like that. You know, like I still remember her going to a country where the person who was ruling the country he was called by the name Baby. You can Google it. Okay, he was a dictator of that country. So she goes and she took some three million dollars from him. And the whole world said, why are you taking money from this idiot? Don't worry. <laughs> She's removing his sins. Okay. The past and the future. Remember that. So in the same way, when you give this, when the person takes it, he is eliminating the karma. So he gives you back whatever that you give. He gives you back in return. That is what it means. And returns them at due season only when it is needed. So next time one saint comes to your house, you say, Na, I'll give you a thousand rupees. You see, tomorrow I need the money, ten thousand. You just convert it and give it to me. You think he's somewhat uh, Las Vegas uh, gambling den or something. You put hundred dollars and you get thousand dollars from there. It is going to come only when you need it. When there is a desperate need for it, only that money is going to come back. Okay, when the food is given to him, you will get it only when the right time is there. He is not going to give you, okay, he is not put on the tap so that you can start removing that thing from there. He is not a gold mine or something, okay. Mm. 
like that is what they did in gb gb means gilgit baltistan there is a place in uh, north of uh, pakistan it is called gilgit baltistan what these fellows did from uh, pakistan they have handed over this entire region to china and china is taking everything from this country there is gold in that place okay they are mining gold precious metals cobalt these that so many things they are mining over there like donald trump is saying give me green land okay you give green land you see that place must be sitting on pots of oil or something like that we don't know no we don't know but well <laughs> it is something like that so think about it so when you give something you have to mine for it correct so it is something like that so you will get it when the time is right not suddenly out of the blue you are going to get it okay you, you understand what i'm saying suppose you are hungry how much food will you require this much but if i give you a mountain of food what is the use correct suddenly you get 100 crores what is the use when you are like a bikari just now and you get 100 crores what is the point you don't even know what to do with it one day it will disappear so better to take it in a small quantity and when the time is right that time to get the money is correct correct so that is what it means he gives it back just like water is recycled you know water is recycled isn't it from the ocean it comes to the place and then gets drunk and then it dissolves and then it evaporates goes back into the cloud and then comes so exactly it goes and comes at the right time when the season is right when the season is right it will rain so likewise whatever you give to the sage or the saint that comes back to you multifolds multifolds at the right time and always thank the sage or the saint or the guru for whatever he has done it appears that he is not doing anything is just coming and hogging in your house maybe you think like that is <laughs> come to eat what what is you know i have so much problem and which fellow is coming to eat don't ever say that so he goes eats over there removes the past and the future karmas facilitates the present and whatever you offer to him he gives it back to you multifolds okay so this is the meaning of verse 50 we have come to the end of verse 50 we will stop over here and then we will continue next time from verse 51 on words so i'll see you all next week take care have a very good day